All right, we we edit out awkward pauses. Yeah. Don't worry. I'm Matthew Martinson. I'm Gordon McGlattery. I'm Jonas Turner. This is Beards, Cats, and Indie Game Audio. Welcome to it. From PSX. PSX in San Francisco. What? Jet setting all over the world. Yeah. Two hour flight for us. Yeah, it was. How many for you? So, yes, we have. Jonas is our guest. (laughs) We were like, hey, we're both going to PSX. We should find somebody else there and chat. So, we picked. Possibly the furthest person we could. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd say long, long, really long flight, and like the PSX thing, I it was kind of like a surprise coming over here. Yeah, in a sense. Right. Because uh, I came here for a release for of Nuclear Front. Mm-hmm. So we weren't sure we'll be actually be able to release it. Right <laughs> here, so it's like two days at once. Like, yep. Like two days ago, it's like okay, so we're going to PSX. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty hectic. So, so people who don't know, who are you? What have you done? So, what are you doing? As I mentioned, uh, my name is Jonas Turner. I don't know why I had to say that again. But <laughs> In case you forgot. Yeah. Um, I'm a sound designer and voice actor. Uh, you might know me from games such as Badland, Nuclear Throne, Downwell, Broforce, uh, Environmental Session Alpha, a uh, few Angry Birds games. Uh, I worked a bit on the Swapper. Frame Physics Deluxe, Turbo Dismount, and a bunch of other games. You've got a pretty, pretty, well, pretty cool, good, pretty good list resume there. <laughs> good list. Nice stuff on that. Yeah. Nuclear Throne. That's kind of that's the biggest thing right you're now. working on right now. Uh, um, it's the one that's it's, hyped right now. Yeah, it's hyped right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's pretty big. Yeah, it's one of the biggest, like bigger games. I mean, it's the game that I've worked on the longest. Yeah. yeah. It was like two and a half years. Like, almost three years, like, development cycle. Right. But, like, two and a half years, like, publicly, it was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. It's a lot yeah. of time. Because yeah. it, it, went, it went early access. Yeah. It was, like, yeah, we, like, did the whole early access thing, and we started a lot of other cool stuff, like the Twitch development streams. Yeah. We pretty much started that. So how much have you been involved in the Twitch streams? Oh, well, I used to be more active in 2013. Yeah. But then, like... Other projects, I had like so many other games that I was working in parallel. So I started kind of doing less of them. It's yeah. a lot of work. And like streaming audio is like almost, it's so hard. Yeah, yeah. so hard. I tried and yeah. it was like OBS just didn't work on Mac. Yeah, and especially sure. if you use something like Pro Tools or something dedicated, yeah. you are not sharing that audio to, to OBS. Like OBS or yeah, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Such a pain. I just gave up. Yeah, like I did yeah. two streams that sounded bad. Yeah. And then I had to give up. So I'll try again on PC, I guess, but yeah. like, Mac like, was not having it. Yeah, I had to do like a dual like, computer setup to make it happen. It's like, yeah. Seems like Kevin from Power Up is about the He's only, figured it out. The only yeah. audio guy who does like regular audio game audio streams. Nice. I wonder how it does. He's it. figured it out. Watching Kevin and you try to set it up, yes. board, I was like, this is something I could get into this and then, then I saw you you and I was like no, Such a nightmare. I don't I don't want that headache. So frustrated. Because <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is interesting. It's because it would work. I would get it set up, everything would be fine. Like yeah. I set it I set it up the night before, I test it, I'm like, great, everything sounds awesome. And then I go like like on Twitter just like going live now blah blah and I get like 40 people yeah and then it just doesn't work at all for hours (laughs) like it it just never worked that was embarrassing 
Yeah, talking about streaming, I once did a like Foley session stream. Oh, like, cool. Uh, I was like recording stuff, and I had like my laptop with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was like just like putting the laptop uh, camera and stuff, like setting those up, and then like. Half the time you'd be like filming my crotch while doing weird sounds and people are like, what the hell is this stream? And I was like, oh, it's developing nuclear throne and recording mutant voices or something. Like, oh. like, what, what, why is the camera, what? It's pretty awkward. Um, like, yeah, you haven't done it for Clay. But I've done, Clay does dev streams. We do our dev stream weekly and yeah. I've been on it, yeah, but I've never doing sound. done sound on the stream. Yeah. There's, they, the artists have done art streams and they've hooked up but they're still PC, so it's yeah. like two PCs. It hasn't been like move my Mac into the Twitch room and like set it up. It's mm-hmm. I've kind of held off yeah. doing that. I'd be I'd almost be more into like just getting another webcam and pointing it at my computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah. Then like feeding it that, which feels really hacky and bad, yeah. but it feels like that would almost be easier that, than getting. That's what your... I did for like the proper audio streams at some point. Like I yeah. had two computers. One was just like webcam and like uh, like running the whole streaming software, and then I had like a sound card and feeding out mm-hmm. from like ex- like our our yeah. yeah. But yeah. it's like too much of a hassle. Yeah, <sighs> it's interesting. I know. Um, Tonebenders did did an episode where um, Rene made a sound as they did the podcast. Yeah, that was great. Mm, which was, was cool. Yeah, yeah. It is. It's neat. It's it's unfortunate that it's so hard because it would be neat to see oh, yeah. more of how other people work. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. that's really Like I know from talking to lots of people that I work in a what seems to be weird way that mm. scares lots of people. Mm-hmm. It seems, <laughs> as I've said many times on the podcast, and it would be. I'd like to show it to people and be like, here, it's not that scary. This is how it goes, and this is this is why it's good. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. But it's it's tough to get all that set up. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely interesting. Like, um, I've been watching, like, with music stuff, I've been watching a lot of, like, Pensado's plays. Yeah. Yeah, it's really interesting, like, to see, like, legendary mixers, how they mix. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, how they approach, like, using plugins or not using plugins or mm-hmm. using, like, hardware or whatever it's really interesting and it's like oh, i could learn a trick or two and it's like oh okay now i get that thing now i get that thing and yeah yeah really he's cool. so chill <laughs> oh yeah he's like the chillest man alive <laughs> yeah it's really nice and seven herb yeah so i've done a bunch of games in early access you've done nuclear throne in early access for yeah bro first two yeah. years bro first was in yeah, early access in, month, yeah yeah so what what kind of advice would you give audio people Oh, wow. For working in early access. I know I did a talk at GDC about it. Yeah. So I, I have opinions about things. But what do you, what's like several major things people in audio doing early access should know? I would aware? say like one of the most important things that I learned personally was if you do placeholder audio, yeah. make sure it's good. Because yeah. <laughs> if you like, ah, this is the worst. Um, like good example would be in Broforce. Um I did a lot of voice acting for Broforce, and they used to have like Homer scream for mm-hmm. when the enemies die or like right. get scared, like the ha kind of a shout. Yeah, that was totally not Homer, but you know, yeah. <laughs> um, like the Homer scream, and it was like the actual Homer scream, like from Simpsons, which of course they cannot use. Yeah. So I did a new version for that, mm-hmm. like like can pretty much like kind of mimicked it in yeah. a sense, but made mm-hmm. it fit the characters. Right. And then. When they patch it in, people are like, what the hell? 
where's that good old Homer scream? And right. It's like, ah. Uh, like placeholder and people actually being like really angry yeah. about it. And it's like, <laughs> wow, we, for legal reasons, we changed it. And yeah. yeah. That happened, and then like especially like in Nuclear Throne, I had a lot of things that were like really placeholder esque. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna change it later. And then when I did, people are like, whoa, where was best that sound? It was so good. The new sound sucks. And it's like, yeah, <sighs> yeah, people are really resistant to change. Yeah, yeah. It has, it has nothing to do with the quality yeah. of what was there or yeah. what like the new stuff or the old stuff. It's just it changed. I don't like that it changed. Yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Like, this was familiar to me. Now it's not. I'm yeah, like, I don't uh, like it. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, there's so many times like, no, this is this is way better. Mm-hmm. When you get used to this, you realize that this is this way is better. better. Yeah. I know best. I do know best. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, luckily, people also have pretty short memories for that kind of thing, though, too. Yeah. Like, give it a, like, I always tell the developers, like, give it two weeks. Yeah. yeah. And if they still complain about it, then, then, then we'll look at it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah. yeah let it let it settle in. Yeah, and it, like early access, just yeah, give everything time. Mm-hmm. The people who always complain, like at first, yeah, change. Just give it time. Like, don't start panicking or anything. Just one of my one one of the ones I learned was mm-hmm. uh, the the community is great for yes and no. They're horrible for what to actually do. Mm-hmm. They're really good for pointing you like here is a problem or yeah. this is good, mm-hmm. but like you this is bad and you should do X Y and Z to fix oh, it. Yeah. You're like no 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 no. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. look at you this because a bunch of you are talking about it mm-hmm. and see like I had the um, I changed the pickup sound in yeah. Don't Starve. Everyone hated it. <laughs> they talked about wanting a slider to turn off just that sound. What? <laughs> and then you know okay. There's a problem here. We'll look at it. And I talked to a bunch of people and I listened to it and realized what it was was just like six or nine dB too loud. Right. Oh, yeah. It was just like, oh, the, the solution the wasn't was changing. It was just like the mix yeah. was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Turned it and okay, that's great. Everybody loves it mm-hmm. now. Yeah, that's actually really good advice generally in games as well. Like working on stuff like Downwell and Downwell had like footstep sounds. Yeah. And like at first we uh, like uh, the developer Oyo Oy- Oy- was like, I don't really know about the footsteps. Like, it's nice that you have walking, but it just doesn't feel good. I'm like, then I check the build. I'm like, holy shit, they're loud. I was like, just <laughs> drop them like minus 20 dB and let's yeah. talk then. And, it's right. like, and then it's like, oh, it's perfect. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I would say another early access tip, default to too quiet rather than too loud. Yes. Yeah. Like if you're guessing, just put it in little bit quieter than you think it being is. Too, people don't get viciously angry about things being too quiet. Yeah. yeah. If it's, you know? if, but it's if you even, blow their ears out, yeah. they're gonna hate yeah. you. Yeah. And if it's and even they, on the deserve to be hated. The so <laughs> quiet they're not hearing it. Mm. They're not gonna be as annoyed as they're gonna be like, oh there's something missing. And then you turn it back, oh okay it's cool now. Yeah. Versus yeah. yeah they're like oh my god I threw yeah. my headphones yeah, across like, the room. I'd rather <laughs> be the game that people have to turn up a bit yeah. turn up yeah. the system up a bit than the game that's just like go go why you do that? Yeah. <laughs> Some somebody might be guilty of that in the room. I don't know if people remember when Nuclear Front came out. People, it's like, no, let's say you volume slider. Usually yeah. you have to turn up the games to be like around like five or six. Yeah. Mm. So when you turn Nuclear Front on, people have to put it to like minus ten. <laughs> Super loud. <laughs> Awkward. I was interested with like working on Fantastic Contraption. I'm yeah. finding a lot of the current VR titles are really loud. 
Yeah? Where the, I'm just going through the Windows sound card when, mm-hmm. I'm, when I'm running the game. Yeah. But a lot of the demos, I'm running at like 5 out of 100. Like 5 oh, or yeah. 7, you know? Out of 100, where, I, where I'm mixing contraption to be played at like 50 or 60. Yeah. Wow. Like just, you know, the volume yeah. starter, one, yeah. 0 to 100. Wow. And because like when I'm playing other games like that I think are mixed okay, it's usually around 60 or 70. So, yeah. Mm-mm. But I was like, man. That's like super headphones loud. out of a PC level. Yeah, headphones like, out of a PC at like between five or ten for yeah. most of the games. Yeah, yeah. crazy. But, yeah, uh, that's uh, I. I would think that VR, which is it's more basically exclusively headphones. Yeah, mm. you'd want to be even more more careful. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like more aware of your overall level. Yeah, maybe that. I'm doing something weird with my like system level, but no, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah, it's uh, like I guess it's like a lot to do with the nature of 3D audio and how you handle. Uh, like the proximity stuff and like yeah. how like yeah. how they play. No, it's been a lot of fun. But. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, it's funny. Well, like, one of uh, out of three of us is working in crazy weird three D land. Yeah. <laughs> and the other two are like two D or die. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, I worked in a VR game as well, like a prototype. Yeah. yeah. But that was that was it was definitely interesting. Yeah. But at the same time, like I personally hate headphones. Okay. I hate wearing headphones. I hate listening through headphones. Yeah. It just feels weird to me that the sound is right. Yep. Like, ugh. Yeah, they I, have to be really high fidelity to I've gotten really used to it. Like, I mean, I, I, work, oh, at, work, at, yeah. I work on headphones oh, all day. Wow. Yeah. Oh, and sit, sit with the team, right? I don't have a room with speakers and everything. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. I got used to it. Yeah. And... You know, it's it's a trade off. Yeah, it's the team communication is oh, yeah. worth the trade off of yeah. having to work on headphones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do a lot of like traveling to clients with my laptop and stuff, and that's yeah. like that's headphone and. Yeah, but I too, I totally take days where I'm like, you know what, I'm gonna work at home today and work mm-hmm. on speakers because I got yeah. it. Like what I'm making, I need to hear in the air, not right next to my mm-hmm. head. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm like getting deep. If I have time when I'm getting deep into mixing, mm. like if I've got like. Hey, I actually know about trailers and stuff that are coming up. Mm-hmm. I'll mix those at home on speakers. Mm-hmm. A lot of the time, it's like, "Hey, we need a trailer to go out today." Oh yeah. <laughs> well, let's get mixed on headphones. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But then again, like mixing on headphones for a video games makes a lot of sense because that's what like eighty percent of people playing. Yeah. Like that, yeah. If you're, if, especially like consoles, not so much. Mm. But but if you're doing a PC game, yeah. If you're a streamer, yeah, you will have headphones. On. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, you know, really crappy PC laptop speakers. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. <laughs> For streaming. <laughs> My name is... Oh, it happens too, it happens. Yeah. So, uh, like, yeah, what's your workflow like? Do you have a general workflow or have you approached every project pretty differently? Yeah, like, uh, the way I approach projects is pretty... I mean, like... When I say sound designer, I actually mean the design part a lot. Yeah. So let's say I get Project X and they're like, okay, we figure out what we want to do, like what the game is, what's the feel, and so on and so on. It's a sci-fi, turn-based, tactical trucker game. Yeah. <laughs> Project X. Yeah. So I'd be like, okay, cool. So I would spend, usually it takes me like, I would like like to spend like a week or two, usually mm-hmm. like two weeks to just like sit down and write ideas down to paper. Mm-hmm. Like 
it's like I have to almost do it physically so I can like draw some more things and like okay that yeah. interacts with that. Yeah. And I do that for like like I said a week or two usually if I have the time. And then this is like design like how the game will sound and why that happens and why that happens kind of thing. Then I just map it out. And when I've done that, then at the same time I decide on stuff like, okay, do I want to, what like what kind of a compressor I want to use in the master bus and stuff. Mm-hmm. So then I go into like, well, that's like also like trying stuff while writing. So then I go into like production mode. Right. Or creation mode. And that's usually, I like to record like stuff a bit beforehand. Yeah. Like I've like record cranks and like all kinds of stuff. And then... I'd have like a small library to work out of okay. doing that, but then I also like record stuff in sync if I get like animations and whatever. And usually when I like when I create audio, um, like when I start creating like uh, single assets, I usually have a master like let's say Pro Tools or whatever. So do you have your master bus? Yeah. yeah. That usually decide what uh, what that master bus is. So I'll have like that compressor always on every sound. Yeah. I'll have that. Oh, cool. Something on every sound, like every single yeah. sound I make will have the exact identical master bus. So you've got a unified sort of yeah. mastering as you're making all the Yeah, sounds. and it's like mastering it all like already and it's yeah. always in the same world. Yeah. Like everything yeah, right. is sonically in the same thing. Oh, that's another thing. Like when I create stuff, I always use the same preamp and microphone and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. So it's always like the same ear picking up these sounds. Yeah. Yes. And I might change that from project to project just to make it like different. Um, yeah, I I do some stuff like that. I yeah. really I really think it's a really subtle thing. Yeah. But I think it helps unify everything yeah. as you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like I like that the way you just said of like it's the same ear. Yeah. Picking up all the stuff <laughs> you're recording. Yeah. So yeah. that ear is that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you are creating the world. So if you that's yeah. what like ah, sometimes it's really bad. If I mean, it's good. You can use that. Like you can change the microphone or the preamp to change. Like the already like the sonic quality. Yeah. And I use that a lot in Nuclear Phone as well. Like the characters always use this and this mic and this and this preamp. Mm-hmm. The enemies use a different mic and a different preamp. Oh, cool. Yeah. So they are already like, even though they a lot of lot of them use like the same kind of like throaty like gurgly stuff. Yeah. But it already feels different. Like yeah, our, yeah. our mic has more proximity on the bass or whatever, mm-hmm. and our has more like high end or something and a top end, and then it's like the sonic difference is already on the recording itself. Yeah, yeah. And then I run those through the same mastering chain so they feel like they're in the same world. Cool. Cool. Yeah. That's nice. I kind of, as you were talking about it, I was thinking about it. It's kind of like, I do I do some of that as well of like, sit down, plan stuff out. And mm-hmm. it's not plan down the, the little bits. Oh, yeah. I kind of compare it to like, the first step is you're an architect. Yeah. You're creating just... This is the picture of the giant thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not the engineer who's mm-hmm. going to actually build the plans of how to build this building. I'm mm-hmm. just, this is the, the building. I drew a picture of this is the awesome building mm-hmm. I'm going to build. Then I'm going to give that to an engineer who's going to structurally figure out, like, yeah. okay, steel's got to go here. And So it's kind of like that first step, that yeah. first two weeks is architecture phase yeah. of just, like, what are, what are we making here? Yeah, yeah. And you just, big picture. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. And then yeah. you, production, you get into, all right. Yeah. Now yeah, we're actually yeah. going to throw some steel and weld some things together. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's pretty much it. Yeah, and I think that if you do, if you take that time in the beginning, it will always turn out to be a more like coherent product. Yeah, I hate to say product when it's like about sounds and like art stuff, but <laughs> come on, it's a product. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
And what else? Damn, I had a thing in my mind. Um, yeah, oh yeah, and when you do like the planning stuff, it's so easy to create assets. Because you don't have that phase of like, okay, then I want to do weapons, what should I do? Uh, you have like the plan like, already there, you're yeah. like, okay, I'm making whip gun or something, you know, already you're like, you have figured out, you're like, okay, I want it to be like clanky and like have a sound and then you just... And, and yeah, it's nice to be, to just kind of like knock, being knocking bottles off the wall. Yeah. Like having a big to-do list. Like yeah. I've just been using Google Keep, like every game I'm working mm. on has a Google Keep note. Yeah, and then it's just a bunch of checks that I have to knock out. What's Google Keep? I don't even know. It's like that. Google's note-taking software, basically. But you can sync between right. computers computer and, stuff. and phone and stuff. It's oh. another what like Evernote. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all these. Yeah, there's Slack all or whatever. Yeah. What's well, different? Oh, sorry, no Slack. I mean, what's it called? Trello. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's that kind yeah, of. It's, similar it's, it's another one of those. Yeah. Sort yeah. of things. Yeah, they're really kind of cool. I, I found like that's I totally I like to do that. Like I remember back in my EA days when I start a project, I'd have a huge whiteboard. And I'd architect out these huge mm -hmm, systems. Yeah. This is everything that's going to just be like staring at this whiteboard for a couple of days, like drawing stuff. No, no, I'm like wiping <laughs> stuff out. And be like, big, do not ever erase this. This yeah. is the game. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it was interesting moving into more like Don't Starve, where we were like doing sprints every two weeks. Yeah. And it was like, we did some architecting at the beginning, but then it was just like every two weeks, what are we doing this week? Yeah. And we were coming up with stuff like, daily in stand-up mm. meetings of like oh hey it would be funny if we did this oh yeah it would be funny oh i can totally do the sound this way for for that mm. and it started getting into this weird like rapid production mm. cycle which was fun like it was fun to like come up with ideas and like in two days have it and put, yeah. putting it in yeah. a new game so you guys like you decided let's say let's put this new enemy in and you would work directly right away then on that enemy in some cases there would oh. be like Sometimes we do it before the artwork, even. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. it was, it's strange, because it's back when we were doing two-week cycles, it was really like, okay, what are we going to do for this two weeks? Mm. And we'd come up with stuff, and there was things that were like, you can't do that in two weeks. Mm -hmm. And we'd be like, okay, well, we'll do that in the next two-week cycle. We'll start it now. That one will be a month. Yeah. But there was, there was stuff that we'd be like, hey, this would be funny if we did this. Oh, yeah, we need some more content this week. Mm -hmm. Let's... Let's put a one-man band into the, the, the thing. I'm like, oh, I, I've got this idea for the sound. It'll be horrible and wonderful. Mm. Uh, Alex, how long is it going to take to animate that? And he's like, oh, like a day. I'm like, all right. So, like, on Thursday, we're going to put in, you know, a one-man band. And stuff would flow into the game oh, nice, that nice. way. And some of the best sort of jokes mm -hmm. would flow in that way. Because <laughs> it would just be, like, stuff we found really funny in a stand-up. Mm -hmm. There's so much of that game is just, like puns and bad humor <laughs> <laughs> that's how it usually is yeah. yeah do you find you get to stick to your plan very often like the original architecture because yeah, I, I find i often i architect things but they always change oh, yeah well, like, I, I, i've been pretty like religious about it yeah <laughs> i'm like i'm doing this and then i stick to the plan yes nice. nice yeah it's been usually how fun. how often then like if you're sticking to the plan mm. how often is the game making like huge left turns? I mean, sometimes a game might do that. I mean, wow. Like how, 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 how often have you had a game? Yeah, you haven't had a like. Yeah, there's been like pretty much only one game that I can think that has done like a huge turn during yeah. development. Like mm -hmm. all the other games have been like, we're making this. And yeah, and we, it's, we, that's what we did. Yeah. But like, um, Working on this one game with transforming robots and stuff. Uh, 
totally not telling what it is, but <laughs> it was like, yeah, we're making this game. And then I planned that game. Yeah. And then when I went to the first meetup, I like flew over to England to meet them up. Mm-hmm. And it was like, so we're making this game. Oh. I was like, oh, what? What happened to the I game? I priced everything. I did everything yeah. with this plan. What is this plan? Uh. And that was like, that was a weird moment. <laughs> I was like completely, like I embraced myself to do something completely different than what I then yeah. like, ended up doing. Right, right, right. Yeah, I've had, I've, I've had as an internal worker games do total just 180 pivots. Yeah. It's and though. it's it's at least it's been nice as a internal worker. Mm-hmm. Like oh okay, we're just just yeah. change all the plans. Then that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Very different if you're a yeah a contractor. Than yeah, like yeah. I think that's the difference. Oh, it's like Invisible went from oh like seventies invis- to future. More like fifties. Yeah, it started out oh, as like wow. 50s. no thirties. Like it was completely a, different it, aesthetic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which was sound wise, like it was a huge totally different the yeah. gameplay was still similar but the aesthetic changed yeah. so much that it was just like wow okay half these assets need to be thrown out because they're yeah they're, right. they're the old thing like like yeah. we had doors yeah well, they were doors yeah you know, clunk clunk yeah and then they were like no it's sci-fi cyberpunk future stuff now okay we need shoom, yeah. shoom, like sci-fi doors i'm like all right but like that doesn't work anymore yeah i think the best thing about like people changing something and you as a sound person you have done this sound yeah, and it's like you can see like in, uh, uh, like people creating games, they get like sometimes really upset if something is different than they imagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's say you have done a 1930s door. Yeah. But you didn't know that they changed the game to sci-fi. Yeah. And they're like, this door sound is the worst thing ever, and you're like, uh, why? Why? What, what are you talking about? It's like, it's sci-fi, not an old door. You're like, what the? <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Like, I've had those moments, and I'm like. What I did exactly what was last like what the hell and it's like oh it's a totally different thing these days oh yeah. you changed stuff without telling me yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. okay yeah that's really weird <laughs> but yeah yeah that's the difference like with uh, being a contract work like being contracted or working in house yeah it's mm. like I rarely get hired into games like when they don't know what they want right yeah yeah, yeah I think I think I'm more starting stuff when we're like we don't know what we're making yeah. yet yeah yeah and it takes a couple of twists and turns before we're like yeah. okay now now this is starting to be what it, yeah. it might end up being yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounds kind of interesting I would like to experience that someday just being like in house a bit somewhere and then seeing those processes yeah it gives you a lot more iteration yeah like, that's nice that's what I liked about it well I guess I get to do a lot of iteration now with my larger contracts yeah well, I think I think the amount of iteration you do a lot of times comes to what you plan mm. yeah like I always tell everybody, like plan, plan in failure time. Mm, yeah, yeah. Right. Like if you're like, you know what? It'll take this ambience will take me one day to make. Mm. But if I schedule two days, I can fuck around and like try yeah. something interesting. And if it doesn't work, I've still got like the actual time I know that needs to just get it done. Mm-hmm. But that like extra time is like, oh, I came up with something really interesting. Or you're like, I totally fell flat on my face. That did not work. Mm-hmm. All right, back to square one. But you, you know, I think it's the best way to learn is through failure. So mm-hmm. like yeah. the more more chance you have to iterate and like mess stuff up yeah. in yeah. a safe way. Yeah, that's like actually a thing I want to tell people. People listening to this podcast is don't be at this cliche as hell, but don't be afraid to fail. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. working in video games, you will fail all the time. 
Yeah. But it's not doesn't mean that like like you suck or your work sucks. It's just nature of games. Something yeah. just doesn't necessarily work as planned. Yeah. Like yeah, you, even at the end cycle, I've seen so many great games, great sounding games. Mm, yeah. That just haven't sold. And there's no you just, you don't know why. Mm. But that's not a reflection on the people who made the game yeah. or the fact that the game's not any good. It's just I don't know, something happened and Yeah, shit happens, man. Yeah. You Sometimes. know, or financially you know, it failed, but yeah. it doesn't mean that artistically it's not still well, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Like also like in asset creation phase. Yeah. Like you would do something like a door, let's say. And it functions a bit different than you had in mind. Yeah. And everyone's like, Oh, it doesn't really work. That's like not a point that's not like a point of life where you have to be like Oh, I failed. It's more like, yeah. <laughs> oh, it didn't work. Let's do something else and see yeah, if that yeah. works. Yeah, I've, I've created so much stuff that I'm like creating going, this is awesome. This is cool. This is the best like hood thing ever. Mm. Like it's all this yeah. stuff. And you put it into the game and you play the game. You're like, wow, that's bad. Yeah. This yeah. is this does not this doesn't work. I don't know what it is, but it just doesn't work. Yeah. By itself, it is a cool sound. Amazing, yeah. This is a cool <laughs> thing. But in the game, no. Yeah. No. So... And yeah, that's that's where it comes back to me, where I always say, kill your babies. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know what? Kill it, move on, make, try something else that's going to work. Uh-huh, don't like, be afraid. Yeah, don't I, be afraid of that. I like how that phrase is. Like, I know it as kill your darlings. Yep. Kill yeah. your babies is so bad, it's good. <laughs> oh, I wanna, yeah, I want to take it that step further. Like, just not even things you care about. Like, like this yeah. should be the most precious thing to you ever, your baby. Just... <laughs> Kill it. I say freeze it. Yeah. Store it for free, mm, freeze your babies. Because you don't have to it doesn't have to be deleted forever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You might work in a different game, right? Mm, uh, yeah. So it's just, just, just put your babies in just storage. Just put your for baby up for adoption. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe another game will adopt it and it'll be yeah, good. Totally. Put your babies up for adoption. Oh. Going back to originally we started trying to mm. talk about your workflow and mm. oh yeah. Went all over the place, which was mm-hmm. great. <laughs> that was um, you you started out as a voice actor. Correct? No. No? You no. F- do you fall into voice acting? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Uh, this is like going to be a long... St- well, I'm going to cut this story really short. So, I started out from music stuff. Yeah. Uh, I used to play in bands. Like, at first I did like electronic music alone, but I didn't go anywhere. So, I started like playing in bands and stuff. Then I started mixing like our band's own shows, because we yeah. have no one to like do that stuff. And I, mm-hmm. started, I was like... Whoa, that mixing desk looks really intimidating. Let's try it out. Mm. Okay, let's do that. So I learned to mix like my band's shows, and then like other bands were like, "So who mixes your shows?" I'm like, "Me." Do you want to mix our show? Yeah, sure. So it's like mixing shows. Then it went into like creating demos to have the same cycle. Then albums the same cycle. And then at some point, I was like, I really enjoy doing this. I was like mixing a lot of live shows and doing demos and stuff. And I was like. Okay, I want to do this like this is what I want to do yeah. for a living, and then I seek out for school so I get like proper technical knowledge of what I'm actually doing, like conferences <laughs> and stuff. I just knew yeah. kind of what it does, but I had like no clue what it did. <laughs> right. Uh, so, like cables, like XLR. I'm like, what the hell is that? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then it took me a few years to find a school that took me in and it was for um, uh, movie, movie audio production. Oh yeah. Cool. So like TV, movie and multimedia. That's what I did. So I did that. And which, which school was that? That was in Helsinki. Oh cool. What was it called back then? Uh, Heltec. Okay. Uh, Arabia Ranta. Heltec. <laughs> That's Finnish. So, 
Um, it's a building that looks like it's built out of Lego blocks. It's pretty cool. Cool. Nice. So I went over there, and at the same time, I started doing like studied uh, studying over there. Uh, I met up with my good friend Yukio Kallio, mm -hmm. who does video game music. He does. Mm -hmm. He did like Little Trousers, Nuclear Throne, bunch of other games. So he made his own games back then, and then I like hang out with him, and he was like, I was like, oh, you make your own games? Like, how do you make them? And he showed me like Game Maker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like I started making my own games then. I was like, oh cool, I want to do this. Like I love video games. I've played them since forever. So I was like, yeah, I'm gonna do my own games as well. So as I started studying, I started making my own games, and then I started. I was like, wow, making games is so much fun. And then I started making sounds for my games. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then like during studying, the same cycle kind of happened than with uh, music. It's like. Oh, so who's doing sounds for our games? I'm like, oh yeah. Do you want to do sounds for our game? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that was back in 2009. So not that long ago. Yeah. Yeah, not that long ago. That's, yeah. So 2009, I pretty much started like, like slowly, like creating stuff for video games, sound wise, and then I started doing like movie stuff, same time. And yeah. then like, at some point, like when I graduated in 2012. I had like a bunch of game stuff done already, and then I have a bunch of movie stuff and music stuff done. So I had like this crossroad of like, what do I want to do? Yeah. yeah. Then I was like, I just went with what felt the best. I was like, I'm gonna do video games no matter what. Yeah. So I just yeah. like dropped everything else and went to like, I lived like crap for like a year or two. Yeah. But it's totally worth it. <laughs> yeah. Pays off. I was well, I was lucky to have like my wife working. Mm. At the same time, because my first year I didn't make. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you need that significant, significant other to sponsor yeah, you. Yeah, that helped out a lot. <laughs> it, it worked out really nicely because, like, her first year in film was really slow mm -hmm. as well. Or, like, like, we were thinking about it, and she was, like, picking up one of her proper union checks and looking at it, and she was just like, I remember making $20 a day. Yeah. Working on, like, indie films and yeah. stuff. And yeah. now actually making... Decent money is yeah. pretty satisfying. But it took, yeah. it took three or four years. Yeah. It yeah. takes some dedication. Especially yeah, like grind. especially in like game audio that's so niche and focused. Yeah. And has a lot of competition, let's be honest. Like yeah. there's yeah. a lot of people who want to do what we do. Because yeah. what we do is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's it fucking fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like also like competition is kind of fun because I was actually just talking about this yesterday with uh, Jesse Turner. Yep. Yeah. Met him for the first time live. And that's a thing. He has a proper handshake, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, broke my hand. Do you, no. do you get a, get a back-breaking back slap? <laughs> not yet. Yourself? Not yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yet to experience. So, yeah, I was talking to him, like, because, like, I don't know. This is how I feel, like, with game audio. It's every day there's, like, 5,000 games pretty much released, at least. <laughs> like, mobile or console or PC, Mac, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's not, like, all these games... Of which, like, only 10% have actual sound, like, sound yeah. designers in them. Yeah. So there's, like, thousands of games per day being released that have just, like, some weird bleep bloop that they took from another game or something. Yeah. yeah. So there's all this room if you just know where to look at, look for it. Yeah. And, yeah. like, like, I haven't really experienced, like, competition mm -hmm. myself. Yeah, it's I'm always been, like... Just like, oh, cool, you're working on a game. Is anyone doing sounds for it? They're like, nope. Okay, well, here's my card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of a thing. Are they, sometimes when I ask and they're like, yeah, this guy's doing it. I'm like, oh, cool. 
Can't wait to hear what he comes up, or yeah. he or she comes up. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's something I like in general about the game audio community is mm. it seems that the majority of us are we want everybody to, to succeed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a, a fierce competition yeah, yeah. where, like, you have to lose for yeah, me to yeah, win, yeah. right? Like, I have to steal all your jobs. Yeah. It's like, no, there's, there, it's, there's a sort of a competition because there's a lot of people who want to do it. Yeah, yeah. But there still is enough that we could all do it. Yeah. And be making a living and, you know, getting to work on these yeah. awesome projects and yeah. mm-hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I definitely believe that, like, we can all help each other succeed. Yeah. In this and yeah, this long, not, long you know, like you said, when you're like, hey, who's doing your thing? Yeah. Oh, this guy. Okay, cool. And like, I'm not gonna yeah. try and steal the job yeah. out from him. That's yeah. awesome. And yeah. like, I hope to hear awesome stuff out of your game from him. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's like, I think if you build, like, if you kind of believe in these, uh, like, moral guidelines or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, it just builds up for a more healthy, like, community. Yeah. So our like, community is sweet. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like sometimes. So what did, yeah. What did Jesse have to say? Or is it oh, he was just like agreeing. <laughs> <laughs> so um, 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 sometimes it's really heartwarming to read like Twitter or something. Yeah. And it's like someone's like, "Oh man, I haven't had a decent audio job for like a year now." Mm-hmm. Then someone's like, "Oh man, oh shit!" Like I have this one friend who's making a game. Yeah. I'm yeah. already working on these games. You could work on this game. Yeah. Like yeah. seeing that kind of interaction to me is like, oh, wow. Yeah, that should be like that should be a bigger thing. <laughs> I've learned to know when enough is enough. Now it yeah. took a long time, but yeah. I'm not taking on <laughs> any more games and starting to do a lot, give a lot more referrals and stuff. And it, it's nice. It's been so hard to me. Like I'm one of these people. I'm just like I have this project. I'm like, yep, doing it. <laughs> yeah, but I, like now I've been learning to be like like de- redirect stuff because yes, yeah. like, at much. some points too, too much. much. Yeah. Um, which is a great problem to have. I mean, yeah, like this. Complain, it's just when you don't want things to suffer. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. When when you do have too much, and hopefully you will all listening to this podcast get too much work, <laughs> yeah. is to learn when is too much. Yeah. And to have that community that you can refer to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Like, there's, like, I think I think you get a lot of respect from developers if yeah. you're like, hey, I'm, I would love to do your project. I'm too busy but here's three other guys. Like, pick one of these guys. I totally recommend them. They will do yeah. as good a job. Mm-hmm. You know. And then you're like, oh, okay. You you. Then you're like, because I don't want your product to suffer. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to half-ass your game. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'd love to do it, but I can't. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot of respect comes from that. I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's and also like some people might think that that gives a negative picture of you saying no, kind of to them. Yeah. But it also from like their perspective, they're like, oh. Is really busy. Oh, like they're really busy. Yeah. yeah. So, but it's nice that they are pointing us uh, like to other people. Yeah. So instead of being just like, no, I'm too busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are like, oh, it's so nice, and it leaves them a positive feeling of the person, like redirecting, mm-hmm. and they probably will like ask you again later. Yeah. So like, don't be afraid of like, if I say no, they will never come back to me. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not the case. Yeah. yeah. So too, I talked to lots of I've talked to lots of people who have been like, no, I will. I want to work with like you because mm. you do yeah. interesting stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and if you can't work on this project, maybe there's one in the future that like we'd be a good fit yeah. together. For. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Like it's totally. If you lose one thing, it's not an indication of like, oh, you suck. Yeah. And you're yeah. horrible, and you're never gonna get a job. It's like, no, you just don't fit that team in that game. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know what my thing is, <laughs> really. 
But like everybody kind of have a like a thing you're better at. Gord, it's doors and crap. <laughs> <laughs> doors and the doors and crab guy. <laughs> if you need sci-fi doors and funny crabs, Matt endorsed me on LinkedIn for doors. Oh wow! <laughs> I would have endorsed him for crabs, but it wouldn't let me. Oh wow! Because wow. when when uh, Gord was was contracting for me at Clay, so seriously, I, I, he did the sci-fi doors in in mm. Invisible Ink, which is well, possibly the most heard sound in the game. Mm. Mm. And then he did a couple of shipwrecked sounds and the crabs, which are hilarious. I'm like. I'm like, this is awesome, and I'm also like, God damn it, it's fucking so good, and I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> oh wow, yeah. But it's like, it's it's great. It's a it's a perfect sound for that. And I have to just, hear them again. I can't remember what they sound like. Okay. <laughs> Better than that. <laughs> nice. I remember being in tears when I was making those sounds. Like, yeah. I was having such a blast. And I think I think that's part of it. I think it comes across that you were like. This is something you had so much fun making. Yeah. Mm-mm. Right? That that can't help seep into yeah, the, yeah. the end product. Mm-hmm. Versus like, oh my God, I'm making this thing. And yeah. I hate my life for taking this contract. <laughs> yeah. You can, you can hear when people have fun. So oh. I had a bigger point that I was going to and I totally lost it. I don't know. I just got distracted by funny crap. <laughs> We're having long days. Yeah. Long days. Yeah. Yeah. It's been, I mean, like being at events like this, like PSX, you're in an expo hall all day. Yeah. And it's like thousands of people, mm-hmm. and you are like breathing what they are like exhaling. Yeah. So just, like, well, it was and it too. You're just you're on. Used yeah. air. Like I think it's I think it's a great thing to come and do. Yeah. It's a super lot of fun. It's great mm. to interact with the fans. But you are it's it's it, you don't realize how tiring being on for mm. you know even if you're doing three or four hours at a time and taking breaks like being on for three yeah. hours like you came to the booth. Yeah. I didn't even see that you were there for like 15 minutes or yeah. something because I was demoing a game and I was just like totally in the mode of yeah. explaining Invisible Ink to somebody yeah. and like yeah. all the stuff. And then I turn around, oh, yeah, Jonas is here. <laughs> that, that happens, yeah, yeah. So it's, if if you get a chance, do it. It's mm. It can be a schlog, but it's like so much. I don't think I've said it multiple times on the podcast. It's, I love I love showing games. It's so yeah, much fun showing off. To, yeah, and you learn a lot. One showing it to fans. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And two showing it making a fan. Yeah. Mm. You know, showing a game to somebody for the first time and then being like, "This is awesome." I'm yeah. gonna, like, I'm gonna go home and onto Steam and buy this. That's like, the best. Yeah. That's the best feeling. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd say like ninety percent of the people playing Viking Squad haven't seen it today, and yeah. it's, a lot of people are seeing it. Yeah, because yeah. we can do six people at a time, right? So that's awesome. It's like really good turnaround. Yeah, and they're loving the coasters. Yeah, the coasters, coasters are some. Are you getting coasters? Yeah, yeah. Nice. I have to you can fit. You can fit so much, uh, so much information on them. <laughs> oh, wow. It's like pins are great, but a lot like of coasters. Time, well, you come out of a convention with a hundred pins, and it just has a picture on it and no mm. name of the game. You're just like, what was this from? Um, <laughs> yeah, big tip to game devs: if you ever make buttons. Do that inside ring. Make sure you put a web address in there. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like behind the pin, if you can. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. if you don't, like, okay, nobody's gonna. Know I've got a from. picture of a ham. I don't know what that <laughs> came from. Our, our ham pins were fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing I actually want to say. Like, if you do pins, yeah, and shirts and stuff, like, rather do something cool. Like, just have like picture of the game, like character or something. Yeah. Don't do the whole. Um, company logo, name, 
text in the sleeves, text behind you, web page, Twitter, email. <laughs> like, who's going to wear that? Yeah. 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 You don't something. want people looking like they're on the team. Yeah. You know? That's that's kind of our philosophy for merch is we just, at Clay, we make the stuff we would want. Yeah. 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 So if like it's not cool, like somebody in the at clay doesn't want it yeah then why would anyone else want it exactly so you started out making sounds yeah you had that whole transition to game audio from all the other audio yeah which kind of me i came from music too yeah. and transitioned into doing game audio because yeah. it's the coolest yeah it works. yeah um, <laughs> yeah so you're doing sounds yeah you're doing sounds for games you've moved it into there yep and you just sort of fell into vo as well yeah 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 uh, so like making audio for my own games, I had characters and stuff as well, so I did voices for them. Yeah. So it kind of went hand in hand with doing sound so, design. So the same way so, people started going, "Hey, who did your sounds?" People said, "Yeah, hey, pretty much at some point, yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah." But um, yeah, so it was like a natural progression through voice acting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So have you? Because this is something I've been thinking about. Like I do, I do the same. I like do voice acting for the clay games as yeah. well. I do a lot of, lot more creature voice acting than acting acting. But my oh, yeah. like my range as a voice actor is like super narrow. Oh yeah. I know what I can do, but I can do it okay, like decent enough. Mm-hmm. I can be a guard. Yeah. Or or a space marine. Yeah. Or a guard that's a space marine. Yeah. Or, <laughs> you know, like I know what I can. I can pull that off. Yeah. But I've been thinking, like, oh, like, I'd, I'd like to get better at that and to, like, mm. broaden my range. Have you ever taken, like, acting or voice acting? No, but... Is it all just, like, natural figure it out as you go? Pretty much, yeah. Like, watching a lot of cartoons and stuff. Yeah. And also, I mean, uh, I used to sing in bands. Yeah, like, right. Like, now I, I still sing in bands. But, like, a lot of heavy metal bands and stuff, that's, like, where the... Like weird monster voice acting stuff comes from. Yeah, totally. From, yeah, so like doing mutants and stuff because like you know heavy metal bands you have like rah, screaming and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So taking that, but just like voice acting a demon or something, it's just... come comes hand in hand again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Um, so yeah, so this is my normal English speaking voice. It's yeah. really shitty, but in front of the microphone and like having a script of what I say, what the character is, figuring out what the character is. Uh, different story. Yeah. Like for instance, Broforce. Uh, I do the announcer of Broforce. Yeah. Can you do the voice? I have to shout a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird voice to do as well. But yeah, I do that, and people are like, "Oh, he's the most American, yeah, like, American voice ever." And I'm like, "Yeah, sorry, I'm Finland." <laughs> so yeah, um, that's a thing. Working on a South African game. Yeah. About being American. Being American, yeah. So American. So good. So good. But they have America locked down. They pinned it. They know what it is. <laughs> but, um... Game is so fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It has a really cool, like, vocal system with the enemies and stuff. Yeah. Like, how responsive they are. Yeah. Ah, so much... So fun to do. Cool. Because, like, um... The enemies pretty much react to everything that's around. Like, they see one of the bros, like, the play characters. They're like, mm-hmm. oh, bro force, and they start shouting. Then some other, like, enemy would be, like, receiving that shout. Like, nice. really? Oh, really? And then it's like, oh, and then start screaming. And some, some start panicking randomly. It's yeah. like, ah, and they start running around. <laughs> then they, like, trip over. 
So like yeah, when they're just falling over dead, it's yeah. just the same character on its side. Yeah, yeah. Like nothing changes about its legs. Yeah, it's, just, it's, it's so funny. Yeah, and like if they hear you, like you do something, and they hear you like on a roof or something like yeah, hmm? then some other like enemy would be like, hmm? like what's up? And it's cool, like cool. like pretty much like I heard something. Oh shit! And then you come in. It's like oh bro, for us. This is really really fun. And then when you have like enemy and like different enemy like uh, interaction like aliens or just the normal terrorists, right. they're like, oh no, aliens! And the aliens are like, mmm, tasty terrorists. Nice. And they have like all this dialogue happening around you. Yeah. Like yeah. before you even like moving, they're like oh, that's awesome. so fun, so fun. Yeah. Did Devolver bring their big huge screen again? They had they had Broforce on their giant. Oh screen. no, not this time. The whole thing. time. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's man. great. Amazing. Missed it. I was in there with Oclos. Listening to your voice over and over and over again. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm also the terrorists and the aliens and the hell enemies. Nice. Yeah, and the bros. Sweet. <laughs> so, do you get picked up for voice gigs when you're not doing the sound as well? Yeah. 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 Cool. yeah sometimes, cool. like Bro Force. I oh, started, okay. oh, as a voice actor on Bro Force. Yeah. But then I kind of drove into creating sound effects as well. Oh, nice. Okay. But like most of the sound effects are not mine. Yeah. yeah. I think like I I'm not sure who did them. I think Evan Decoder and game designer like did a lot of sound effect editing. Okay. But then like since two years ago almost, that's like most of the new sound effects like are then like mine. Yeah. Okay. My stuff. So I guess. Sweet. Do you work with other voice actors a lot as well? Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, direction. That's what I try to do a lot. Like get other voices as well. Because if you have like one voice doing everything. Yeah. At some point you are like, oh, it's the same person. It's different voice. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, that's tricky. So I try to get other people in. And like, especially I work a lot with uh, female voice actors. Cool. Because like sometimes there's a game that only has like a few characters. I can probably like do all of those characters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, now we have like the female characters. So get someone else to do them. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, it's been it's been interesting. Sometimes it's like getting another voice actor who has voice acted characters that you've been listening to, like from World of Warcraft or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, <laughs> it's like I have the urge of going. Could you say this one line? Yeah. <laughs> like I better not. <laughs> like working with uh, when I worked on some Angry Birds games, we had a lot of like like the original like Finnish um, dubbers. Like okay. dubbings for like SpongeBob and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And hearing them is like, could you? Could you? <laughs> it's like I better not. <laughs> yeah, that's sweet. Uh, I I've heard that Pokemon before. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh well. Yeah, we yeah. We've got a, in Vancouver. We've got a. There's a large dubbing scene. It's mm, apparently a lot of it's moved to Texas. Yeah. Yeah. But like at one point there was a lot going in Van uh, on in yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, Dragon Ball so, Z um, stuff. A lot of the Vancouver voice actors, if you get them, it's that same. You're yeah. like, oh, yeah. you did this, yeah. that, that show when I was a kid. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh man, it's so fun. Uh, this is one voice actor who like did uh, a bunch of like these female voices from um, like from shows that I watched as a kid dubbed. Yeah, and hearing them swear on set <laughs> is like. <sighs> It's like, oh, wow. It's like SpongeBob said, fuck. This is amazing. So, um, thanks for listening. 
if you came to PSX, thanks for stopping by any one of our booths. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. Check out Nuclear Throne if you haven't already. Yeah, yes, please. And I have one month of revenue share, so... Uh, so please buy, buy it. Buy it. <laughs> buy it fast. Buy it fast. <laughs> I was really surprised when Don't Starve we did early yeah. access. We, yeah. You know, we sold a whole bunch in, in early access. Yeah. And I was like, what what happens when we release? There's big air quotes. Yeah. Like, are we gonna sell like a normal Gabe does on release or yeah. not? Or like I was like, I have no idea what's gonna happen. And we released big Sales spike like you would normally see on a release game. So it's like, oh wow, there's still there still is a very large amount of people yeah. who are just waiting waiting for, for the yeah. to be real. Like, yeah, yeah, a lot of people are pretty anti early access for not not bad reasons. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I understand it. Yeah, mm-hmm. totally. Like I'm pretty much the same. I I've play early access I've, I've, I've talked to lots of people showing off our games, and and I can get a sense from them. Mm like whether or not they should buy this now or wait yeah and sometimes you're like no no like tell you what we're we're close you should just wait until yeah. it's released yeah and mm-hmm. buy it then because you are not going to have a good experience yeah yeah with yeah. an early access game yeah so mm-hmm. just wait play the finished thing yeah so i guess one last tip that's an interesting way of doing rev shares if uh yeah that's if you're working on contracts and stuff another thing that kind of Bobbers mean this is, but I understand. Because <laughs> <Yeah>, I, <guess laughs> I understand that people don't talk about it that much, but like, it kind of sometimes bugs me that no one really talks about how their salary systems work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like money is always a no-no to talk yeah. about. But then again, like I think it's a good idea to every now and then talk about like how people, especially if you're like like freelance contract worker. Yeah. Like how do you like when I started out doing contract stuff, I had no clue. What to ask for prices? Right. How how do I no, price myself? Nobody. How really does like to. the payment stuff work? And that's like no one talks about that stuff. So it's like you always learn the hard way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think here's something I would, I, mean, I think about like you know like talking about money gets weird. A lot yeah. of people get really yeah. weird when you yeah. talk about money. That's a, just a fact. Yeah. And even people who think they're not going to get weird get weird once you start yeah. throwing numbers around. Yeah. Because yeah. they like. No, all of a sudden relate it to what they're getting or making yeah. and start, you know, weirdness yeah. happens. So that's, mm-hmm. I understand that happening. Yeah. But the kind of concept of none of us wants to be like, I'm the low baller undercutting everybody. Yeah. yeah. Right? Like nobody, none of us want to be that guy. But if we're not talking about it in some fashion, maybe we're inadvertently being that guy. Yeah. Because yeah. you're like, I don't know what to charge. I charge this. And like everybody else is like, Ooh. God damn it. That guy is like, undercutting us all by, yeah. like, way too much. Yeah. yeah. It's the same as the sort of, like, don't work for free because it undervalues yeah. everything you're doing. Mm-hmm. There should be at least a, like, ballpark talk. Yeah. You know? Not yeah. exact, but, like, yeah. ballpark. Where should we... Yeah, and, like, especially when early access is becoming such a big thing. Yeah. So I've seen people take on an early access pro- project, like, okay, just pay me a bit in front, and then when the game's done... And if that game is like five years in production, yeah, you're working for what four and a half years free, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like some companies might be like, okay, we did a contract, that's what we're doing, mm-hmm. and you are like, you are fucked, like, yeah, working for five years free, like, yeah. So yeah, like, definitely early access changes how the contracts need yeah. to be approached and yeah. considered. This yeah. for the developers, the most fair way is. The give percentage, like, yeah. uh, what's it called? Uh, not revenue cut, what's the other one? Uh, uh, profit share? Profit share, that's yeah. the one. 
Yeah. Yeah, like that's a good way. Like get give like profit share, like I don't know, quarterly or something. Right. Mm-hmm. So everyone's everyone can work on the project for as long as necessary. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay, so with that last little bit of financial advice. <laughs> yeah. Uh the Buy a nuclear throne when it comes out in the first month. Don't buy it after that. I mean, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Unless it's on a sale. <laughs> uh, and with that, we're going to go get something to eat and go back to PSX. Yeah. Yes. Woo-hoo. Go beat the hell out of my feet a little more. Woohoo. All right. Yeah. Done. Need new shoes. Bye. My shoes Bye. stink pretty bad.